This is Hustle and Pro with Kelly Walker. Join Kelly as she talks sports with players, coaches, organizers, and entrepreneurs from BWE League to Pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Hey Frisco, on today's episode of Hustle and Pro, we are talking to Cesar Murillo, defender at the uh, North Texas Soccer Club. So if everybody doesn't know what that is yet, we will tell you. Um, but first, we're going to jump into a few quick hits, get to know Caesar's uh, sports favorites, and then we'll talk a little bit more about his soccer career. Who is your favorite all-time athlete? My favorite all-time athlete? I think it would have to be Lionel Messi. I knew you were going to say Lionel that. Messi. He's amazing. <laughs> He's an awesome player. What about your favorite all-time team? Um, maybe aside from soccer, I want to say the Dallas Cowboys. Growing up, I'm a big Cowboy fan in the household, big family, always supporting the Cowboys. Okay, then non or non uh, what's, who's your favorite like soccer team that you follow? Uh, Barcelona. Yes, ma'am. What is your favorite sport to watch? My favorite sport mm-hmm. to watch is probably soccer. <laughs> and your favorite sport to play, is it soccer? Mm, yes, ma'am. I'm going to ask you in a minute about other sports that you might have played when you were growing up. But last quick hit, what's the farthest distance that you've ever gone to, to I'm guessing, to play soccer or to watch a sport? Okay, um, I think the farthest has been Sweden. Sweden. I was there um, before this team. I was playing in Sweden for six months. I just graduated college and I went to Sweden to play. So that's definitely the farthest I've traveled to play. Now you're from Texas, but you're not from the Frisco area, right? You're yes, I'm from El Paso, Texas. What high school did you go to? In El Paso, I went to Bel Air High School. Okay. I have Coronado friends. I was just curious. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, so then tell me, did you come here to Frisco because of soccer and to develop into the FC Dallas Academy? Yes, ma'am. So um, pretty much I came here when I had just turned 15 years old to strictly play soccer, but also um, had to finish my education. <laughs> did you come with your family? Did no. Move, or did you no, I, I, I came alone. I was living with a, with a teammate that also got selected from El Paso. So we moved down here with his grandma. And we were living in, his, uh, in an apartment with um, us two and his grandma. And then um, his grandma kind of got homesick, so she moved out. So then we kind of got like four, two other players and we got a two-bedroom two apartment. So we were all living there, coming to train, go to school. So young. I'm always so shocked at how young you guys sacrifice and come here and live on your own and <laughs> just make it work. I mean, it's awesome. It's, it's a great story and sacrifice then then you get to just play soccer and that's your career how old were you when you actually started playing soccer i was three years old three years old when i started playing soccer what other sports did you play mm-hmm. if any um actually i played a couple sports i've played football played baseball basketball i ran cross country these were all in middle school mm-hmm. um track and field for the most part i played every sport there was there was a time where i was a big baseball and uh I think going into high school, my dad's like, you need to focus on one, either baseball or soccer. So I ended up choosing. What's your baseball position? Uh, center, center field. Okay. Quick. Cover a lot of ground out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you still watch baseball? I still watch from time to time. Yeah. Especially when it's playoff. More, more so playoffs and uh, World Series, obviously. But of course. I was going to ask when you focused on soccer. You said high sc- going into high school, you made the decision to focus only on that. Yes, well, that's ma'am. when you. Yeah, you moved here for it. Mm-hmm. Well, I did my freshman year in El Paso, and okay. then my sophomore, junior, and senior year here in Frisco. When you moved here from El Paso to Frisco, what was the biggest 
shock? Um, I think the life, I never really saw life different. I think it was just more soccer-wise. I think I, f I was able to fit in well with um, the teammates on and off the, I mean, friends on and off the field. I was able to make good friends on the field, my teammates. And then when I went to high school and um, my first year, I went to Liberty High School. Um, I was able to adapt well. I got along with everyone. So it wasn't really a, a big change that I really saw, but I think more soccer-wise, the level was just very, very high here in just Frisco. Amped up a lot. It was sure. Everyone was just very, very good, and you know you had to make sure you were 100% every day because you're you're pretty much fighting for a pro contract or you know a starting spot the next weekend. Yeah, that was the biggest factor. Different than the small town soccer. You, were you? You know, were you like the El Paso, you know, top-notch soccer kid coming out of there? Um, honestly, no. I was just the guy, the the soccer, the soccer player who would always give 100%. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's been me throughout my whole my whole soccer career. I've never been, you know, a superstar or a, uh, someone that's the the best on the team. I think I'm. I could categorize myself as you know a leader, the one that will set an example, work hard, and. Um, yeah, more more so th that than a uh, you know a soccer star. That you talk about being a leader, so I do want to talk about that now. As you're, because I have heard you are definitely a leader on your team right now. So, but let's tell people a little bit about what um, NTSC is. So, North Texas Soccer Club is part of the USL, and it's really Frisco's second pro team, right? Yes. And I I don't know. Correct me if this isn't the right like terminology, but I see it as the development league to then in between FC Dallas Academy and FC Dallas first team mm -hmm. where you this team now um, you'll, you'll see players move back and forth and the coaching staff intermingles a little bit right and so mm -hmm. it's the development league up to FC Dallas right yeah yeah so pretty much it, uh, to make it easier it's the FC Dallas second team it's not FC Dallas two but it's North Texas SC okay. but um, yes you, you got it you got it right it's it's definitely the the second tier you know it's between academy and the first team and people um, i mean we're on pro contracts um but yes we're same trying facilities right same facility mm -hmm. same training ground um we we actually train alongside the 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 first team which i think we train an hour earlier in the field right next to them and if they need us or if we're doing good you had a good game good training throughout the week they'll call us in and you know we'll train with them get get more you know experience on the first sure. team yeah. and then um, you know it's also uh, for maybe p players from the first team who are injured are trying to come back get some minutes mm -hmm. before stepping on the on the first team again they'll come down train with us or, or play some games with us to get it you know that confidence back that they need to you know excel in the on the first team mm -hmm. so I've seen player in in this this is your first season. This is the team's first, the league's mm -hmm. first season, and yes, of course, FC Dallas is one of the. I don't know. I think only ten teams that formed this first season. Mm -hmm. um, so the point, right, is that because the players know each other and it's all intermingled, and like you said, you're training and some scrimmaging and going back and forth. Is it really to just build a stronger development layer of players that come up underneath and continue to build a stronger FC Dallas first Yeah, team. yeah. So there's, I mean, as you see, there's a lot of a lot of talent throughout the academy. And um, sometimes when you go to college, as any you know, young teenager could get distracted. And if uh, the coaches see potential, they'll, they'll, send, they'll probably sign them to a pro contract. And, you know, they'll be able to get 
um, it's hard for a young player to get um, very, very good minutes straight from to the first team. So, mm-hmm. you know, they'll, they'll, sign, they'll sign them with us. Um, they'll have to prove themselves, and, and um, they'll, they'll definitely get minutes with us. And then if they do well, then they could go up. Can you get called up in season, though? Uh, yes, ma'am. Yeah. You okay. you can. Yeah. Um, but more more so for the for the Open Cup, which is uh, another tournament that we do. But um, for the MLS, they they need to sign the the contract. And then if they sign with the contract with the uh, FC Dallas, they could loan you back out to us. So it's like a loan. Not um, for example, we have a young guy who um, signed a pro contract with FC Dallas, mm-hmm. but he's on loan to us. That's just I guess the the technical term, the correct term. Because he's not going to make the. 18-man mm-hmm. FC Dallas roster, but they want to give him minutes, so what, they'll come, he'll mm-hmm. co- get to come down. Yes, ma'am. You guys, and at exactly. any time, go back, can go back, mm-hmm. just because he's on one. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay, I think I got it. Um, and I've seen, what, like, Jimmy, if he's not playing, he'll go be in the goal um, for your game after mm-hmm. sometimes. Because, so I don't know, what I was going to say earlier, I don't know if this is how all seasons are going to go, but... Um, North Texas soccer club games have been after, directly after, several FC Dallas home games. Yes, ma'am. Not all of them, though, right? Not all of them. Yeah. But they, they try to do the scheduling like that. So, uh, obviously, we have some fans who stay after the FC Dallas game that want to see, you know, the, the potential future FC Dallas. And a lot of fans have came up to us and say that they really enjoy watching us play and they like to see the, the future. Yeah. You know, they, they call us a future, and it feels good. It feels good that the fans actually care and they, they stay after the game and... and actually pay attention <laughs> so yeah, that's so, awesome so we're at all the games and um we sit near the subs so for the fc dallas games we're watching and we like to to guess who's gonna be subbed in that oh, game okay. and, and then sometimes we think i don't know this might be wrong but we think if they don't if they're not one of the subs used in the first team game i swear some of those guys have gone and they'll play or at least like it looks like they're staying mm-hmm. after and playing yeah. with you guys. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, earlier in the season, they, they did that a lot. Right now, since we've been traveling a lot, it's, it's obviously it's it's really hard. But yeah, yeah if um, they're not going to get minutes with the first team or they don't go in as a sub, then definitely, you know, we we could use some. It's a whole other level of preparation. It is. It because is because I mean, mentally, are you always a starter or are you a sub sometimes? Um, right in the beginning of the season, I was a sub, but okay. now as we're getting into it, I I think um, I've been. Getting um, more starts. More, more starts, yes. Because, I mean, as a sub, mentally, like, you you don't know if that's your night or day you or whatever. Know. And then, so if you're an FC Dallas first team sub, you might, okay, three subs are done, but you might not be done. Yeah, you, you don't, you, sometimes you, you don't, yeah, you don't, you don't know. Or whatever. <laughs> so you always got to be on your toes. You always got to prepare yourself. Um, there's, there's literally no days off. There's a lot of sacrifices. You have to constantly be eating well, drinking um, a lot of water, stay hydrated. Because you never know. I mean, maybe you have a game Saturday with um, North Texas, and then the next day you need to go train with the first team. And at the end of the day, you need to do whatever you got to do to 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 impress the first team coaches and right. your coach as well. Right. So You're you gotta on. you gotta be on just ready to be on call. So, uh, what's the hardest part right now? Is that the hardest thing? Is just the constant training and being game ready. Uh, yeah, I think the constant thing is just taking care of your body. Um, it sounds so easy to do, but there's just so many things that go into it. Obviously, sleeping well, eating well, making sure you go see the the trainer after training, taking an ice bath. It's a bunch of little things that, you know, it'll, it'll add up. If you, if you get lazy and you miss one thing, then, you know, sometimes you'll fill it the next day. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
And all that stuff you said is off the field. It's, it's all off the field. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Is that when you think, oh, taking care of your body as an athlete, you know, don't get hurt on the field. But yeah. everything you mentioned yeah. is yeah, you gotta, beyond that. Yeah, you got to stretch. You know, um, I had a friend who was really big on yoga. He got me into it, and it's, it's really helped me. I mean, God willing, I, I don't get hurt this season, but it's really helped me stay injury, injury-free. Which How much is, yoga do you do? Um, I try to do I try to do one or two a week, but yeah. it's definitely hard with the busy schedule. Like I said, it's right. It's um. You gotta fit it in. You gotta fit do it in. Do you go to like a Frisco yoga place, or do you do this uh, at home? I or think I'm gonna, or? I'm gonna start to try to get uh, Frisco yoga, but um, sometimes I'll just put on on YouTube and yeah. just sit sit down in in the room and in a quiet place, and you know just get the stretches going, and it it helps a lot. It, the core stretching mobility oh, it's yeah. just hard. my it's first class of yoga legs, yeah. I did not know we were gonna do a hot yoga oh that's hard <laughs> I had worn some gray shorts and I was sweating and I was so embarrassed to leave the room <laughs> I had these gray shorts yeah but everybody's like that yeah was but it was like, my first time yeah. I, did, I did not expect I didn't think it was um I didn't think I was sweating normally but yeah hot yoga is <laughs> a little awkward when you are, we talk about you being a leader in the locker room. So when you're seeing the younger guys, because are you the oldest player? I am actually the oldest player on the team right now, 23. Okay. I just 23. turned 23 in February. So, so old. So old. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you seeing that, you, that you're having to constantly remind the younger guys of the most? Um, what, are you, what are you being a leader of the most? I think just setting the example when, when you cross the line to try to stay focused. And, um, you know, I... I, as a, myself, I demand myself to have high intensity in training, and I demand it from others. And I, um, as a team, we expect it from everyone. And you know, sometimes the younger ones will will slack off a little. Not not often, because I mean, obviously they're in a professional environment. But there's some times where I mean, you do need to tell them. And um, I mean, I don't I don't get mad at them. I just tell them. You know, I pull them aside. I don't tell them in front of everyone. I pull them aside. I'd be like, hey, um, you really need to you know um, step it up a little bit. Uh, you're you're playing a little too much, and but other than that, I I don't really get mad at them. I kind of you know try to stay after training or go to the gym, and you know um, other our our two captains have have also been doing that, and it's kind of rubbing off. So you know I'm not very I don't really go to people and push them. Mm-hmm. We kind of show b- lead by example. example. Which Who is, are your captains? Um, Breck Evans and Alfusini Jata. Did you know them before? No, no. I did not. Okay. I've heard Are of Breck. They're not local but, guys? Uh-uh. No, Jata is from uh, Gambia. And Breck, Breck is a local guy, but he was, I think, he's younger than me. So he's 19, I believe. So you've played with the FC Dallas organization since you were 15, 16? 15, yes, 15. ma'am. 15. But you mentioned Sweden. Uh-huh. Was that a different club that, you played for? Yeah, so um, I did my high school here in Frisco. I went to Charleston, South Carolina to oh, play um, four years of college there. After that, it was very hard to, you know, make the FC Dallas first team. It's very, the, the you know, this, the, the level is very yeah. demanding. The, and, you lo- were, and you weren't in it anymore. You weren't here anymore. I wasn't here anymore, so I had been gone for some years. But um, I, I didn't see an opportunity here. So I went to season. They were on the second, second half of the season, and I had a friend playing over there. And he called me and he told me, hey, we, we need a defender. If you want to keep playing soccer, um, you should come. And I said, why not? So I, I packed my, my stuff and I, and I went. <laughs> and and it was who was that? What 
His name was Patrick Curry. We actually played together here in the academy. Okay. What team or what club is it? It was called uh, Syrianska. Okay. Syrianska. And how long did you play there? I played for, I think it was five months there. And then I came back here, and that's when I heard about the, the North Texas having open tryouts. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a very complicated because I didn't know if I wanted to, you know, hang up the boots, start working, go at, get into, you know, yeah. the real life instead of... You give know, up playing yeah soccer. and it was many hours of conversations with my family friends trying to convince me not to not to give up so i came to the open tryouts here um and um the money gram fields mm -hmm. that went well crazy thing about it was that i had put down an email that they would supposedly reach back to me and i um i put down an email a week passed two weeks passed i didn't hear anything so crazy thing was that I went to Indiana to start working, uh -huh. um, and um, it was the blizzard, and it was horrible, it was minus 30 degrees. <laughs> and um, I was just checking my laptop, and I realized that I had another email account that I haven't checked for a while. So I opened it, and like five days before me checking the email, I had seen that North Texas had emailed me back, but I did not know that. <laughs> you you kind of thought... I kind of thought it was over. I said, you know, I have no more teams. Yeah. Um, Sweden's too far. I want to, you oh, know, man. stay stay kind of in the States. And I told my boss, I said, hey, boss, um, I I have an opportunity, you know, maybe make a professional team. And, you know, he, he used to play soccer, and he said he understands then um, that the doors were always open for me if I wanted to go back, but that I needed to go take this opportunity. Well, that's pretty awesome. What mm -hmm. kind of job was this? So it was uh, in a furniture company, okay. so pretty much uh, I was going to be managing uh, and, um, a furniture company that's um, going bankrupt. We'll come in and, you know, we'll, we'll um, sell all the products, you know, make a deal with the, with the owner well, so that he doesn't... That, that can wait. Yeah, you I said... put it on hold. I put it on Those hold. Those will be there when you're done. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it was definitely like a weight lifted off my, my shoulder. I yeah. mean, it was... It, it was fun. It was a good experience working. I mean, I only worked for like a week, but <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was something, something else. <laughs> then you came back here and got got I, training. I came back again. here, did preseason with them, and at the end of the preseason, they, they were thankfully they offered me a contract, and now now I'm here. <laughs> That's awesome. And you're a defender, like you mentioned. Um, so you play in the middle, and what do you play the most, middle or outside? Um, I started playing middle, but um, due to some injuries and. Um, We've been losing some players due to international duties mm -hmm. and first team. You know, um, always got to be on your toes, as I told you. So I, I think next game I'm gonna play right back, outside back. So I mean, I'm comfortable with both feet. I, you know, wherever they need me, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna play there. I, I don't mind it at all. But see, that attitude is important, though. Mm -hmm. Not all players want to or willing to. Yeah. S slide over <laughs> right and yeah. play where they need you, or they don't think that. Or they're not as comfortable with that foot, mm -hmm. or you know, whatever it is, and so that affects. Yeah, so where, you know, it it definitely affects. But I mean, you just gotta be ready. I mean, no, no matter where they put you, you gotta give it your all and yeah, take the little things. When let's say the coach isn't talking about your position, but he's talking about to the midfield or to the outside um, defenders, you gotta pay attention. You gotta be a student of the game. You gotta be ready to take those concepts, and if you get put in that position, to apply them, and it's. It's a That's good advice for younger players because <coughs> it's easy to right, only pay attention to your position. Exactly. Or whenever it's your 
groups part of training or whatever it is but I I think you can learn a lot just by paying attention to what else is happening exactly you never know when you're gonna get put in that position you know maybe maybe one season you'll be playing midfielder maybe the next season you're playing center back or outside midfield on the on the wing so as a winger so you never know I mean soccer is definitely about opportunity and preparation if you prepare yourself well and then the opportunity comes you, you got to take advantage of it, and there's no, there's no saying where you could go. That's, that's definitely something I've learned. Well, that's awesome. I'm excited for you. That's a good story. I'm glad that you checked your email. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Please, everyone, check your email. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's great. Um, I'm glad that they, they didn't give up on give your spot away or something. <laughs> That's great. Well, thanks for, I know you just got done training, so running over here and sitting no, down with course, us. of course, of course, anytime. Talking to us, so we'll be watching you out there, oh, rooting th for you. Thank you so much. <laughs>